Welcome to the 30-Year-Old BoomerCast. This is Rob here. I am joined by Danny. Say Hi. Hello. Uh, Grayson. Bill. And Daniel. Hello. I won the last one. <laughs> he won. That's yeah. debatable. No, it's I objectively won. Grayson decided. Oh, so I showed I showed it to to Ariel, um, and she was like, "Yeah, Daniel won." <laughs> so she was like, "He smoked you guys." Yeah, a little bit. But you know, it was it was all in the name of comedy, so I don't really care. He won the battle, not the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should keep track, like Kenny versus Spenny. Uh, I hope it's not confusing that we have a Daniel and a Danny. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck the fans like you have to earn this podcast <laughs> so today we're doing nickelodeon cartoons versus cartoon network cartoons cartoon cartoons versus nicktoons and the classic showdown so for the rules this is specifically the original cartoons from i think the range is like 1992 to 2004 i set the cutoff as uh when avatar came out because like when avatar came out nickelodeon like smoked cartoon network that's just such a good show but then after avatar nickelodeon has not had like a single good show and cartoon network has just been dunking on them ever since and of course no toonami or adult swim uh adult swim is basically its own network and toonami is just like anime it's not like cartoon network shows and that wouldn't really be fair because then cartoon network would win so yeah um the shows we're going to be talking about here in that specific time frame. So Nickelodeon, we're talking Doug, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, Hey Arnold, SpongeBob SquarePants, Our Real Monsters, Kablam, Angry Beavers, Cat Dog, The Wild Thornberries, Rocket Power, Invader Zim, Fairly Odd Parents, Chalk Zone, and Jimmy Neutron. Uh, and then Cartoon Network, we're talking about Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, Powerpuff Girls, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Samurai Jack, Grim and Evil, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, uh, Robot Jones, uh, The OG, Clone Wars, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, and Teen Titans, which I am including. Uh, it technically aired on Cartoon Network and WB at the same time, but whatever, it counts. So who's on which side here? Just based on the, you know, the names you just read off, I think the scale has to tip in in favor of Cartoon Network, so that's where I'm at. Well, I strongly disagree. Okay. I'm Nickelodeon. I'm Cartoon Network as well, so the two Dans are in Cartoon Network. I think, you know, once again, I'm super undecided, but, you know... I think I'm going to have to go with Nickelodeon this time. Oh, shit. I'm going to, for clarity's sake, obviously, both that, like, we're talking about the golden age of uh, uh, both of these um, networks. They're just, they were all really good right right around this this time. Um, Yeah, this, this is the golden age of, like, millennial cartoons, for sure. Yeah, so it's really hard to choose between the two. Both both are just so good, but I, I think I'm just going to go with Nickelodeon. Like, Spongebob is just such an impactful show on, I think, animation as a whole. That's totally true, but I just, I'm going to be cast out of society for this, but I just never gave a shit about Spongebob. What? Yeah. 
I think, and especially the first early couple seasons, I don't know, SpongeBob was new or maybe they were better or something, but as the years went on and people were like, oh, SpongeBob, whoa, I don't know. I just, I wasn't a part of it. I didn't, I didn't follow along with it. It felt a little too, a little too like wacky and random. And I, I don't know if maybe that's like lower quality later seasons kind of blending into my perception of it, but I what? don't know. SpongeBob was, was an okay show, but I just, I never really gave too much of a shit. You don't like wacky and random, but you're arguing in favor of Cartoon Network. What is, what does that mean? <laughs> a show about a cow and a chicken and oh, the devil's in it. So wacky. I was not out, hey, hey, okay, okay. Cow and chicken. I'm saying. Cartoon I'm gonna Network. say right now, cow and chicken sucks. <laughs> really, I like cow and chicken. Oh my god! <laughs> I like uh, uh, just that one voice it's... actor. I really like. Uh, I forget his name. He does a bunch of voices on Rocco too. Yeah, I don't know. That show is just like gross. <laughs> like cows, like udders, and just the devil dude. His ass is out. Like I never really liked that show too much. Yeah, I, that, always the, I always hated when it would come on after a show I liked. I was like, oh, it, like the the theme song is like, "Mama had a chicken, Daddy," or whatever, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that that show's definitely like on the other side of the coin of like Ren and Stimpy. They were like competing to be the grossest show. Yeah, you could tell it probably <laughs> they wanted the Ren and Stimpy audience. Uh, I was gonna say about SpongeBob. Uh, I think I stopped watching SpongeBob in like 2004. Last week. <laughs> no <laughs> like yeah spongebob is still fucking going it's the only one of these shows that is still on okay so after this many years okay well spongebob has surely gone downhill by this point yeah right? it's like the simpsons yeah, it was good until about 2003 2004 so we're not yeah, talking we're not yeah. talking a crazy long run or anything that's like four seasons i think maybe five it, and, a, and a movie well, yeah early on like almost all episodes were like really good and then I know as the show went on, they became more and more sparingly. Like the quality was yeah, just the first three seasons of SpongeBob were like, you know, every episode is a classic. Just banger after banger. Yeah. Nonstop. Just like two, you know, there are those two episodes an episode type deal. Each one's like ten minutes long. Yeah. Just incredible. The format was great. If I'm not mistaken, Angry Beavers also has that kind of condensed format, right? Where there's two uh, episodes. I think a lot of these shows do. Yeah, um, a lot of cards to do. That was I just kind of the. Kids aren't have the attention span. To... It's weird. I remember like when channels started airing them as separate, uh, and it would like confuse the DVR because the DVR like wasn't used to fifteen minute chunks. Like if you wanted to record an episode of regular show and it was just fifteen minutes, you had to like record what it was attached to. Uh, for all you Zoomers listening, uh, DVR. I'm not going <laughs> to explain DVR. <laughs> TiVo. TiVo. Yeah, TiVo. <laughs> it confused the TiVo. Um, they used to just air it as if it was a 30-minute thing. But then, for some reason, regular show... Because sometimes they would only come out with one at a time, I guess. That's why. 15-minute thing. Yeah, looking at these now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of them were format. I don't think... um Was Jimmy Neutron formatted like that? Uh, I think that was a 30-minute oh, episode. about Jimmy Neutron? I mean, yeah. I, I honestly, I, I'm i not a big fan of Jimmy Neutron either. So, like the whole Carl meme is funny, but... Yeah, I, I would definitely say, like, I think Nickelodeon has the lowest lows of these shows. Yeah. Uh, I just think it has the highest highs as well. Um, mm, I think Nick has is more consistent, has a more consistent amount of shows, but I think 
Cartoon Network has the higher highs and the more legendary shows. Courage, Ed and Eddie, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's, like... I. But you're talking about, you're putting it up against Nickelodeon's, like, uh, Spongebob, Invader Zim, which is people constantly bitch about wanting more of. Fairly Odd Parents, which went on for, for years on end, too. Fairly Odd Parents fucking I, sucks. Fairly Odd Parents <laughs> is good. It's not, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's anywhere close to like a polarizing debate. It's fine. It's definitely, <laughs> I think it's perhaps the worst show on here. Well, Ch- Chalk Zone's probably the worst show on here. Okay. Jesus. Oh, I can't remember. I Wait, can't you remember. like Chalk Zone, Grayson? Chalk, I watch. Who's got the chalk? Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it. <laughs> I, I like. I I bother Ariel all the time with that. I just bring it up constantly because she's never seen Chalk Zone, and I just bring it up like you know Chalk Zone. And I'm like, I, how can you not know Chalk Zone? Jimmy's got the chalk, the chalk, the chalk, Chalk Zone. She's like, um, I didn't watch cartoons. Leave me alone. Uh, I I didn't like uh, Thornberries. Wild Thornberries. I don't like Thornberries either. Yeah, I got, I got shit for that, but I don't like it. I'm not a. I'm not the biggest fan of it either. Um, yeah, we all I feel like for a show that I wasn't the biggest fan of, I watched. For somehow, I ended up watching just a lot more Thornberries than I did of of shows I actually liked. And huh. I, uh, it's because you hate yourself. Because of it. Yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> that's where it comes from. Uh, I have actually never seen uh, whatever happened to Robot Jones. I've never seen that. Uh, yeah, and I've never I, seen Grim and Evil. I didn't even know that Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy was a spinoff. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, no, there's, I think there's a show called around. Grim yeah. and Evil. No, it's, yeah. no, yeah, it's, Grim and Evil was first. It split off into two shows. I didn't even mention the other show because I forgot about it. Uh, Carnival, I think it's called. Uh, none, none of us Carnival. have seen that. Evil, show. evil con carne. Evil con carne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about oh, a little. Yeah. Uh, he's like a brain. I forgot to mention that on show. On top of the bear. Okay, hold on. We gotta we gotta clarify some things then. So, uh, Billy and Mandy, I I get. Yeah. Grim and Evil. Okay. Grim is obviously the Grim Reaper. What who yeah. is who is Evil? Evil Concarne. Who's that? I, I don't I've never seen Grim show. and Evil. He's a brain he's a brain inside of a bear's body. He it's is. like a glass okay. brain. He's like a like a super villain. It's not yeah. it's not nearly as good as Grim is. Yeah, I did not I I did not know this show existed. Well, no, you do. Every, okay. you, know, you know the name of every Nickelodeon show. I think I know what happened. I think I know There's already happened. two Cartoon Network shows you've never even heard of. <laughs> Grim, Grim and Evil first aired in late August 2001. So I think we know why the government covered oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Grim and Evil was just so bad. Yeah, so Nickelodeon got a head start here. I think Doug was the first ever Nicktoon, like 1992. And then I think Dexter's <laughs> Lab is the first yeah, Dexter's Cartoon Network is, show, and that was 96. Yeah. So yeah. Nickelodeon has more shows on this list. Not that that really matters. So I guess we can get into yeah, opening statements, right? This is definitely not quality, not quantity. Why is Cartoon Network better than Nickelodeon? Samurai Jack. All right. <laughs> That's your opening statement. <laughs> That's your opening statement. <laughs> Okay, I feel like Avatar, even if you included it on this list, I feel like Samurai Jack could go toe-to-toe with Avatar. I, I agree. I think you could, I would give you Avatar and it still wouldn't be as good mm. as the high points for Cartoon Network. Wow. I disagree. You say it's unfair, but I don't, I, I, I Well, then I guess I we're I, including Avatar then to tilt the odds in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> Does it though? Uh, who's even deciding i mean this is the kind of debate where like does it really matter who wins you know like (laughs) 
Yes. It does to Daniel. <laughs> we'll yeah. just we'll we'll have an agreement at the end. Someone will have to concede. No, that's not. Well, I'm just telling you now. I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay. I will literally kill anyone it takes. <laughs> we'll just keep recording until someone concedes. I'm going for the longest podcast <laughs> ever recorded. Okay, so why is the totality of Cartoon Network better than Nickelodeon of this era? I don't know. I feel like my my main argument is going to be a really bad one. Uh, which is that, like, Hey Arnold was fucking great. All these Nickelodeon shows were actually really great. At least a, a lot of them. There's no, like, contesting that, but there's just, like, this gut feeling that, like, when I think back to Hey Arnold, and it's just, like, such a great fucking show, and then, but still, there's something in the back of my mind that's just like, yeah, but you, you gotta go with, you gotta go with 45, you know, you gotta go with Cartoon Network. By the way, did, did everyone get Cartoon Network on Channel 45? Uh no, it was like three hundred uh, and something. We had I, satellite. I I had it on forty five. I think so. <laughs> That's something I forgot to mention. Actually, Nickelodeon was in more households than Cartoon Network, so that not that that matters for this debate, but there might be people listening who like had Nickelodeon and didn't because I I didn't have Cartoon Network for a couple of years for hmm. whatever reason. It just wasn't hmm. included in Weird. as many basic cable packages. So um, you admit your bias? No. Yeah, you did, you just said you didn't grow up with it. I did grow up with it. Just like a couple years there, I didn't have it. I still watched all the shows on oh, it. Perhaps the earliest, most formative years of you. <laughs> no, what, what are you guys talking about, <laughs> okay, Danny? Danny, on. you're like 25 years old. You, you weren't watching Dexter's Lab when it first came out in '96. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> get I was real. There, one, <laughs> one years old for the TV, and I Same. sure as fuck didn't watch. Like Doug technically aired like six months before i was born so it's not as if we've watched every single one of these shows like as they were airing completely is that all you have to say about cartoon network well that's i made a point you know someone else can say a thing danny uh i think uh cartoon network it has this kind of when you're watching cartoon network and i'm speaking like like the channel in general like you feel like you're a part of something like they had all those cool bumpers uh they had like those music videos that they would play and it was all for the love of animation it was all you know for the cartoons and they had cartoon cartoon or was it like cartoon cartoon fridays or whatever like nick didn't really have that and i just it just feels so special thinking back to it and that nothing really compares to that anymore i still have some of those music videos ingrained in my mind you know i know like my best friend i gotta see hell yeah <laughs> formula a little bit of high and a little bit of low and what what does nickelodeon have to offer yeah i was dun, just thinking dun, 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 <laughs> there you go that's it now i i admit as a kid like i grew up with like nick jr and like blues clues and like fucking face and stuff um hmm. y'all remember face no yeah I remember face. No, I didn't. I didn't grow up watching. Oh, he was. He was literally just a smiley face on the screen. Yeah. Hey guys, oh. I'm Face. <laughs> like like six a.m. Oh face Face would be on your TV set. Face was good to like wake up in the morning to. You know when you, when you think about like, it was like anti Orwellian. It was just like a big face on the screen, you know, coming out of the TV telling me how to feel about my day. But you know, <laughs> it, it got my day started right. <laughs> you know how I got my day started right. Uh, huh. my parents yelling at each other oh no <laughs> damn that's how you know it's time to boot up the playstation one and put the headphones in <laughs> damn that's a good way to fuck up your morning i mean final fantasy 
uh, fixed all wounds. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but anyways, what I'm getting at is that, like, I defected, okay, at, like, age, probably at, like, eight or nine or something. I defected over to Cartoon Network. I think mm. my parents were, my dad, he really liked, uh, he really liked, like, Dexter's Lab. I, I think I got a little bit more Cartoon Network than I otherwise would have from my dad just kind of watching those shows with me. And it bled over a little bit, like, we, you know, we'd watch Toonami, we'd watch, uh, we'd watch some badass animes, we'd watch a little bit of Adult Swim, so, like, I think, I think it was almost like we were a Cartoon Network household, you know, because uh, you know my dad loves them cartoons, right? Yeah. Uh, but I would not have consumed as much, like, Dexter's Lab, uh, Billy and Mandy, fucking Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack, uh, if it, if it weren't for my dear father. Um, so I, I, I was like the opposite. My, my mom would always be like, God, those voices in fairly odd parents are grating. Can you turn that off? Mm. You know, (laughs) I think that's interesting. You bring up your dad enjoying like Dexter's laboratory and stuff, because I think Cartoon Network has a wider, has a more mass appeal to uh, certain certain age groups where I think I can't really think of many Nickelodeon shows that I'd really want to go back to in adulthood. Yeah, people say that like, oh, uh, SpongeBob, it's a show for kids, but there's lots of grown-up jokes in there. I remember hearing that a lot when I was a kid, and people would try to play off SpongeBob like it was like this subversive mature show, but I don't know, like mm-hmm. I always saw it as like a kitty like funny wacky thing the the thing about spongebob that's good is that when you watch it and you're older that you start you relate to squidward more yeah you know especially once you start working yeah as a kid you're like you know you relate to spongebob and he's like just happy-go-lucky and then as you're older yeah you start wage cucking and then you're like oh i understand squidward's hulk being now You know, I think it's more that, but there's not there's not really that too many adult jokes. It's more clever, I guess. Okay, I'm really glad I'm going second this time because I feel like I can really dunk on all your points so far. I got good. good, Is this going to be good ammo? Yeah, why not? Okay, I need to see a list of all these shows. I just read. I sent you. I sent you a list on Discord. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, Yeah, motherfucker. I'm looking at it right now. It's in the. The direct message chat. Okay. If, okay, if you okay. go up yeah. uh, a couple pages there. Oh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie is just like, fuck you, you know? Ed, and Eddie's my personal favorite cartoon, probably ever. Courage. Oh, yeah. Courage is just like. Yeah, that's some. Daniel, oh. dude, they have so many legendary shows, and I can't even think of anything besides spongebob that holds a candle to like these gigantic shows on cartoon network you really you really gonna disrespect my boys hey arnold and invader Don't zim. enough about hey, Rocco. invader zim invader zim was I, I got so into invader zim because my sister was really into johnny the homicidal maniac so i just i was, I was in a i was in a like a johnny vasquez hole when i was like six or whatever at a fucked up age to be going down that rabbit hole but um so yeah invader zim is probably is that would that be my top uh in, like invader zim or hey arnold they're different enough where i can say that both of them are probably i would say my my top nick shows so if you're gonna make a personal appeal to me i would i would base it around hey arnold and uh and zim uh fuck rocket power fuck thornberries i like rocket power i liked 
that. Everyone liked Rocket Power, but me. I, I didn't get it. No, it's like, I didn't like Rocket Power either that much. They're, they've got their fucking roller skates on, and ooh, isn't it cool how these like six year olds are fucking riding a skateboard? <laughs> I just remember like they they could do like Tony Hawk level shit, and they're supposed to be like ten years old. Uh, like I remember an episode where the girl character does like a dark slide down like a ten foot rail. Which like if she if if a child could do that they would be like the most famous It'd skater be, of all time. It's an unrealistic portrayal <laughs> of women. Um, oh, why you gotta go there? I was saying because she's a kid, not because she's a woman. I think uh, it, it's kind of hard to look past not just SpongeBob for its impact, but like yeah, the Invader Zim was like a pre-internet meme. Yeah, like yep. it's it. Holy shit. And Ren and Stimpy is probably one of the you were talking about like mature subversive shows. Ren and Stimpy is that like it's controversial how adult theme that show is and the channel that it was aired on, you know. But I think like in in a in the wrong way. I I just remember there's a I, the, like I remember one part of Ren Ren and Stimpy where one of them eats like a turd out of a cat litter box <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and like. Yeah, that's quote unquote mature or whatever, but like I don't know, that just doesn't seem like that should be there. No, they're like <laughs> it's more like them tearing each other's skin off and then like oh, reacting to, them, to the burning sensation. A lot uh, of gross, gross stuff on Nickelodeon shows. The the Ren and Stimpy episode that fucked me up the most was one where like instead of a tooth fairy, there's like a tooth nerve ending fairy. That wants to take the nerve endings out of your mouth, which is just like so fucked up. Uh, just so like body horror. Like that show had legit body horror. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. <laughs> if it were like mature and like intelligent in a certain way, I could totally concede that. But that's that was definitely not Ren and Stimpy. And so, like as a, as a kid, I was just like, this is this is weird. This is like too gross for me. This is like too over the top for me, but not in a good kid way. Like just in a, what the fuck is this doing here? Yeah, no, I I would say like Ren and Stimpy is very much like a Gen X show culturally. Um, like my girlfriend Ariel has like older siblings by like eight years, uh, and they fucking loved Ren and Stimpy because they were like how old i was in 2000 that's how old they were in like 95 or whatever when ren and simpy came out it's just mm -hmm. that sort of like nihilist nihilistic fucking gross fucked up yeah not really for kids but kids love that like, shit hey arnold again going back to <laughs> hey arnold's such a nice one. show <laughs> it is but like you know that guy like he, he's trying to reunite with his daughter because dude you know, that's one of my main points that episode exactly and like that is how if you want to do a grown-up show for kids i think that's how you do it not uh not you know eating cat turds <laughs> yeah i will agree with you there i'm not i'm not a big mm. ren and stimpy fan um, we just okay i'm idea i'm proposing an idea what do you guys think we knock off shows from nick and cartoon network one by one until we're left with like the solid ones that we actually want to stand for and then we kind of go off of there okay I, I, because, I mean, can we knock off uh, Chalk Zone? You know, can we just remove that? Hell no. Oh, seriously? <laughs> chalk Zone? I, wa I watched Chalk Zone. It was I love I don't zone. remember a single thing about Chalk Zone. It's just so average. Chalk it's for the art, artsy kids. Oh, come on. 
it did have i it's definitely not like gonna be the one to stand on i i we could knock it off but like it's it's definitely not i don't think it deserves to be the first one knocked off like fuck the thornberries we all okay. hate thornberries why even bother knocking anything off because we're not gonna agree on <laughs> any anything well daniel's saying like if there are any we agree on we can just not talk about those. like can we get rid of cow and chicken no one no one watched robot jones everyone i watched i watched Wonder. robot jones robot <laughs> okay. jones is great god damn it's it. a great okay. show <laughs> uh thornberries then who gives a fuck about yeah. thornberries yeah nobody fuck cares thornberries. about we're gonna get dm'd by like angry thornberry stands <laughs> if they exist well look i mean i i'm happy for her that she sailed a kayak across the atlantic ocean or whatever i like i like what she's doing i just didn't like her show so i I didn't even include um, "As Told by Ginger." <laughs> oh, fuck I didn't that even show. include that. So that show sucks. Uh, that show is so inoffensive. Yeah, another ugly show. Like it sucks that that's like one of the few shows that has like a oh. female protagonist. You know, yeah, but, like a redheaded protagonist. I, I, you know, maybe if I gave it a chance now, but I was just not interested in that at the time. It did, it did seem very, like, somber and introspective in a lot of ways, and that's just uh, not what I was going for from cartoons. N- nothing against that kind of show. Like, I liked uh, Lizzie McGuire show. I mean, that's a live-action Disney show. But So, okay, n- have any of us even seen Grim and Evil or Evil Cone Carne? Yeah, I've seen it. God damn it. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, I already said that... Uh, Evil Con Carne is not very good, and okay, you can just count just uh, Billy and Mandy, which is fine. And I have never seen the original Clone Wars show, the two D animated. Yeah, I saw a couple of episodes. I didn't, I didn't like it that much. Uh, it has a pretty rabid fan base, but I just have nothing to say about it because I've never seen it. Have any of you seen it? I have not seen it. Okay, so yeah, I didn't consistently watch it. It also kind of had a weird art style that I didn't really. Yeah. Didn't they have like weird dimensions and weird shapes to everything? But what's the uh, point of knocking off shows? Because if we're talking about why I'm one's saying. better than the other, I'm going to bring up the bad shows on yeah, the other network. And then what, and then what are we going to say? Like, oh, this Nickelodeon had more, <laughs> so they win. They won. That doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily quality. matters which network had the <laughs> best show. It's more about like the total product, you know, the total shows versus the total shows. What was What was that SNL show? all that right kablam that, yeah. you didn't put all or what no. was that called well that's a live action we're not show. including live action yeah oh okay because Car- have- cartoon network didn't really have live action shows um so you there's yeah. nothing really to compare they didn't at first <laughs> i don't think uh and even when they did they but, weren't as yeah, significant the- nearly as significant as the nickelodeon live action i don't know i feel like keenan and kel would would raise nick up a little bit in my i know but that i feel like that's not fair because we're just not including live action that's just yeah, its no. own thing yeah keenan and kel is a good show i think we can all agree that that is a good show yep uh because uh, just just off of that though like if you do all that and then all that leads into keenan and kel and then keenan and kel had like a like two movies that's like a lot you'd be adding to the equation. Dude, yeah, if we're talking like Drake and Josh, like it's over. Like Nickelodeon wins, you know. Am I the only one that likes Drake and Josh? No, I like the early Drake and Josh. <laughs> I like, I like, got progressively. I like Drake and Josh. I like iCarly. I like that it was like Seinfeld where like he was dating a different girl every episode, but like that's like kind of weird cuz they're like high schoolers, you know what I mean? 
Like, I feel like it's more acceptable for, like, a grown man to be fucking a different woman every episode, but, like, in a kid's show, that's kind of weird, you know? You didn't know any Chads in high school that did that? I don't I don't know, man. We didn't hang out with Chads. Yeah, but you just passed by them in the hall, and it's like, oh, he's got a new new girl on his, <laughs> on his dick this week. Any of those people were important enough for me to notice them walking by? Well, I guess I'm a fucking <laughs> nerd, then. I just, I didn't... I didn't see a lot of a, a lot of chat <clears throat> stuff in Golden Valley, anyways. You know, there weren't a lot of like real chads there. I don't think because if you're gonna be a chad, you have to be on a football team, and your football team has to win. And our football team never won. <laughs> our basketball so, team was okay. Oh I... yeah, you know, our, our Mr. Prince, and you know, and I, you know, the basketball team was badass. Yeah, my won, football like, team eight won the so won the championship. Well, you're from Louisiana, you know, that's more that's a bigger <laughs> deal down there. Yeah, true. Uh I think all of us are so unprepared to defend these shows because we've been talking about high school. I, I'm not. Oh, I'm, school. I'm waiting for my turn, man. This is still okay, your opening well, opening. Well, we're arguments. discussing it. I don't, I don't know about I think this is going good. I have yeah, I, I have some need opening arguments. I just think you need to just you know, Okay, well then I'll I think I'll start bringing up some points I have about your points. Okay. okay. So okay. you said that it's a major positive that Cartoon Network had like the cool bumps and the music and then the whole package it made you feel cool yeah. to watch it. Yeah. I would say all that shit is window dressing. That shit don't matter. I'm here I for the show. I didn't say it wasn't. I'm just saying it makes the experience complete it makes you yeah. remember fondly i'm saying that doesn't matter all that matters is the shows well i'm saying it does matter so okay because i think it it it, it increases your enjoyment of those shows yeah and so it does, i'm it gonna say matter. i agree with you i'm just trying to come up with something to debate about, <laughs> well here's the thing if you want to how about instead of dismissing that stuff, how about you you pimp out the uh, the Rugrats music video thing? There's like one or two of those, dude. When at the end of the theme song, when Tommy like jizzes the milk on the, <laughs> on the screen, you get jizzed on every time you watch that show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I pretty much agree with you because, like, yeah, like Toonami and, and Adult Swim are what they are because of all that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, you can tell um, at Cartoon Network they made it very apparent to put a lot of budget into these things to make the channel they wanted well, you to stuff on their channel you know? they, they really had to stick out from nickelodeon because nickelodeon got a head start nickelodeon was in more households it was just kind of the default yeah. um you could argue that that led to more artistic shows because they had to take risks uh to compete with nickelodeon you know and i wouldn't argue against that uh my main argument i think is i i feel like nickelodeon has everything cartoon network has but more like it, it has more diverse shows. Like when mm -hmm. people think of Cartoon Network, they think of like the artsy stuff, the visual stuff, the sort of random humor, but like Nickelodeon had enough of that. Uh, like Invader Zim is, I would say probably the best show visually on this list uh, from a cinematography perspective. Uh, and then you have your fucking, you have your zany shit. You got your ah real monsters. Ah real monsters could fit in in Cartoon Network. Does anybody remember or care about All Real Monsters? I do. That's a good yeah, show. Yeah, I like All Real Monsters. And Nickelodeon Nickelodeon is so diverse. You got you got your boring shows. You got Doug, if you want to watch something boring. You got your show for babies. You got Rugrats. You got your 
traumatizing, fucked up shit. You got Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> you got your shit for adults. You got Rocco's Modern Life. That's for adults. Fucking Kablam. Kablam is a variety show. It's one of the most creative shows on television. Oh, yeah. Well, some of these shows, if I'm not mistaken, got started on Kablam, right? Um, None of these shows specifically. I think there was technically an uh, a Action League Now show, briefly, which is technically live action because <laughs> it's stop motion. Wait a second. Wait a second. So Kablam oh, was a different show. Kablam was a different show from all that. Kablam is animated. Oh. Kablam, it was like those two kids hosting it, kind of like a Tiny Toon. Yeah, I don't. I'm Googling it. I don't remember those two kids. Dude, it had a fucking. It had a ska theme song, which was so fucking badass at the time. How do I not remember more of Kablam? Oh, you know what? Prometheus and Bob. Prometheus and Bob fucking ruled, dude. That's why I said the only one I cared about. Prometheus scared the shit out of me. Yeah, scary. (laughs) Every time, I swear to God, I'm not. Uh, every time I would go in the backyard at night, I'd be like, "Dude, Prometheus is gonna be in the fucking corner in the shadow of my <laughs> tree. He's got that weird ass like, wah, 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 you know, voice." And yeah, just, that's that's traumatizing, man. Mm. But come on, you got all these shows. You got and then Hey Arnold is like the definitive slice of life show. Yeah, it's like a fucking. Uh, it's like a fucking. It's like film quality. Hey Arnold. Danny, do we have anything that we can leverage against Hey Arnold? <laughs> Some dirt on Hey like, Arnold. Yeah, like, can we... Was the director, like, a racist or something? <laughs> like, anything? Hey Arnold uh, had, like, some of the most prominent characters of color, like, on this list. Yeah, I mean, that's what made Hey Arnold great, was it's... You know, you can bring up a diverse cast in a lot of different ways, and you can try to use it as, like, a positive, uh, you know, descriptor. But, like, I think Hey Arnold is... Uh, given its setting, it's set in like a very diverse. It's like New York, right? It's it's mm-hmm. supposed to be uh, an amalgamation of New York and Seattle. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, it's it's a very New York show. Diverse, it's like, oh, he's got a diverse set of neighbors because he lives in a poor neighborhood. Yeah, like, I I think that was you know not the the focus of the show, but that I think that's diversity's done best, where it's just like you know it's you just have diversity and not necessarily. Because you, you like created it just because it was there naturally. Yeah, hey. I don't know, man. I'm just I can't I can't come up with anything against Hey Arnold. That's that's definitely like uh show. Hey Arnold is the deepest show on this list. It, it's the most I feel like it holds up the best. Probably I mean SpongeBob I would say holds up the best like comedically. Uh but Hey Arnold just fucking like nourishes your brain. It's just such a well made show. So uh, many, you like learn about other people's cultures watching that show. Like there's a fucking episode where Harold doesn't want to like have to memorize the Hebrew for his bar mitzvah because he's fucking yeah, lazy. Yeah, I'm 100% related to that. Yeah. And you got the, uh, you know, the Polish neighbor or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. Oscar. And he's, you know, he's Polish. He's kind of a stereotype, but that's okay. Um, you got the, the Asian neighbor. And the the episode where he tries to reunite with his daughter, they were fucking separated because of the Vietnam War. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Talk about a brave subject matter for a kid's show. Yeah. Does Johnny Speaking Bravo of- have anything? Johnny Bravo is just like a, a sexual pervert. <laughs> it's just a show about a pervert. Courage. <laughs> yeah, and? No, I was going to say courage. I think you could put courage up to Hey Arnold. That I, I would show. So, I, I would. courage is definitely... On the other side, like the 
visual language side, you know, uh, where Harold is more like a traditional like dialogue character oriented show. Cur- Courage is probably the most creative show on here uh, in terms of like how it told its stories, just like with very little dialogue, very visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I argue say, against that. I, I would say that like Hey Arnold never made me like cry or or anything like that. Um, Courage made me fucking scared. Courage yeah. scared me, um, and they did that effectively in a children's comedy show. But again, not in a fucked up, you know, uh, like revolting sort of way, like Ren and Stimpy, but in a very like, oh man you know checking out a, a copy of, of scary stories to tell in the dark kind of yeah yeah you, uh, you gotta return the slab I dude Never. i can't argue with that i can only say that like hey arnold did legit make me cry i okay. i never i never saw <laughs> fuck you I never, <laughs> I never thought courage was was particularly scary and that's Oof. part partly uh probably because i was scarred as a, a child i i was saw um uh, I think it's like Leprechaun 2. Oh my god! When I was like five years old, and then I I saw uh, a pot of gold cut out of a, a man's stomach, and that was like the scariest <laughs> thing I'd ever seen in my life. Um, That's and I was weird. Just, like, I desensitized from then on. I I fucking saw The Exorcist when I was like eight, but like Courage still got to me, you know. Something hmm. about like e- even. Because as a cartoon, they're not going to be able to, yeah, they're not going to be able to compare to The Exorcist or whatever. But again, the uncanny valley of what's his name, who wants his slab returned. Um, I just thought he was just a cheap 3D. Yeah, but like it didn't fit within. And again, this is going back to Courage being really, really creative. But like his 3D model and animation did not fit within that 2D world. And something about something about its lack of quality, you know. There's nothing particularly scary about him, but like, especially when you're a kid and you're watching it on TV and like, you can't pause it, um, you know, you can't, whatever, you're just watching it, you're just stuck with it. And you're, you're watching this kid's show and then all of a sudden you, you get some real, real scary stuff or just the out there nature of a lot of the stuff. It, it, it was definitely the more, one of the more creative shows uh, on here. Um like the diversity in in like episode like villains in the episode yeah just everything was just and he has to do it he's got to do it for love you you know uh, you know what episode did give me the heebie-jeebies is the the barber one that's the creepy one there's always something like i guarantee you there's someone out there who's like oh courage didn't make me scared except the spider episode right like I there's one episode of courage out there for you yeah. and you had to guess what work up the courage <laughs> to work your way through it and so it's a show that makes you a better person and ergo cartoon <laughs> network wins i didn't i didn't i didn't like uh improve my moral compass by watching courage it's because you but have hey a- arnold made me a better person well the last episode of courage it's all about courage accepting himself as who he is you know he accepts it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're both definitely introspective shows yeah. and they go about it in different ways. This, um, this just, hold on. This makes me wonder real quick. Like is courage maybe the best show on this list? Uh, possibly not in my opinion. 
Because again, talking about shows that we can knock off, there's a million different shows on this list we can we can knock off. Up. You're the only one talking about knocking <laughs> off. Oh, yeah, Grayson wants to talk about Chalk Zone, man. You can't stop him. Yeah, okay. well, all right. I'm not ready to defend Chalk Zone. Chalk, chalk Zone hour starts now. You guys, okay, <laughs> it's Chalk Zone time, I guess. We gotta. So, with the exception of SpongeBob and like maybe Invader Zim, I haven't seen any of these shows in like a decade. Yeah, yeah a straight lot. up just 10 I, years. I feel like that doesn't matter so much. Uh, th- this is more about, you know, which was better at the time. Like when you oh, were a kid. I'm kind of uh, going off of like what what, you what stuck with you. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's I'm never going to forget courage, you know? Like yeah. that's the thing too. Like it's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. How can you say that's yeah. not like, you know, of course, you know, hey, Arnold's got some stuff. That's gonna yeah, I don't think we would ever get a show like Courage on Nickelodeon. Like you said, Cartoon Network had to kind of be more cr- experimental and creative because they were the underdog. Yeah, I, I would say the cl- the closest, again, my point that like Nickelodeon can pretty much match everything Cartoon Network has. Like Invader Zim, I feel like is is similar visually. It's just more of a narrative focused show than Courage. It's like less experimental like narratively but i feel like it's just as good visually but yeah courage is definitely the one show that nickelodeon can't 100 percent like replicate but i I would also say that nothing on cartoon network can stand up to hey arnold in on the other side of the coin i I wanted to mention like doug i feel like doug gets a bad rap uh but like doug weirdly has stuck with me like i can remember probably 10 episodes of doug it's because uh, you are Doug. Well, yeah, I, I was gonna say like I am a very anxious person. I was a very anxious kid, and Doug is a very anxious person. And like the kind of dilemmas he gets into, like the dilemmas of the mind, are the kind of dilemmas I got into. But I didn't like understand. I didn't even know the word for anxiety until I was like sixteen. Like I didn't know what the yeah. fuck was wrong with me. So I, I, I like didn't like Doug because of that, but it did stick with me. You know what I mean? Like, it's a difficult show, mm. but I can't say that it's a bad show because it definitely stuck with me. I bet if if we all went back and watched Doug, we, we'd have, unlike a lot of these shows, you'd have a better appreciation for Doug now that, now that we're all... Oh, older. Douglas, you broke my grill? <laughs> uh, sorry, Doug? sorry, Mr. Dink, uh, but I broke your... You what? Yeah. Doug is a show that... I really wanted to like, I want to like it more. I like it, but I want to like it more. But something about it was just, just dull enough where like, I couldn't quite stick to it the whole way through. Oh yeah. And and my, my dumbass ADHD brain, I was just like, like, he's just having this stupid little existential moment about whatever. And I'm just, I'm stuck on something else. It's a very flat show. Like even the dream sequences, like it'll show like what's going on in his mind. And it's like, it's kind of like, you know exaggerated but even those sequences like the way it's animated and the, this like slow pace it's still like boring <laughs> you know what i mean like well, it's it's just yeah. not all of the shot you, you bring up a good point the show is shot very flat right so like yeah. everything that they all the scenes in, in the show is just you can you can make the show more entertaining with better cinematography but like they're the way they framed the the show, everything is just so boring on top of a slower paced show. Uh, you brought up Arthur earlier. Like I, f- I feel like 
we as society have moved past the need for Doug, like because Arthur exists. Like Arthur is a very similar show, but it's just way better. Mm. Obviously, the, like, I didn't really watch Arthur. Arthur's not you know on either of these networks, but oh, speaking of um, other networks, uh, I just realized what about um, God? I didn't watch it, so I don't remember it. But it's it's the Great Escape, but for like school. What the fuck was that one? Detention or something like that? Elementary? What? Oh, recess? Recess. Oh, recess, yeah. dude! I love recess. recess. Yeah, recess. yeah, yeah. We didn't bring up recess before when we were talking about Disney. I recess just want to bring that up to say that I never watched that show. Oh, recess really? was like my tertiary pick for everything. Like, if nothing was on Cartoon Network, if nothing was on on Nickelodeon, then like if recess was on, that's what I was watching. But like, yeah, I that that was a that happened almost never. That was a Saturday morning cartoon, uh, which is kind of its own thing. Man, I really I, I fell off the Saturday morning cartoons pretty early just because I like sleeping a lot. And <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I just when I wake up, I'd rather like play video games than like fucking sit down and watch a show right away. You know, Yeah, I think I 100 percent. I played way more games than I watched shows. And now that I'm I'm looking at this list and I'm comparing shows like Dexter's Lab and Johnny Bravo to games and I'm thinking, like, man, I played this shit out of some Crash Bandicoot way more than I watched. <laughs> way more than I watched any of these shows, or at least any one of these shows, you know? But it's coming down to shows. What about, now, Cartoon Network, didn't they have, like, the oldies or Boomerang or something? Boomerang. So, again, that's, like, that's its own thing. We're, that's its own channel. We're talking yeah. strictly the original shows that these networks created. Because Nickelodeon, when it first started, it talked about Nick 2. Yeah, Nickelodeon didn't have any original shows for the first Nick couple of years. I know Nick at Night is just syndicated shows. None of it is yeah. like original shows. And originally Nick was just airing like syndicated Canadian shows for the first couple of years. It wasn't until you Doug. Gotta, you got to think about like the television environment they created, right? Wouldn't that at least factor into it? I guess then we'd be here forever talking about Nick at Night and shit. But <laughs> That's why I'm like we're... We're narrowing the focus just because there's so many other factors. Like, again, like Nick started way earlier, so it just dominated that earlier period. And then ever since Avatar ended, like Cartoon Network has just fucking destroyed Nickelodeon. I couldn't even, I bet none of you can name a single show uh, on Nickelodeon that's aired <laughs> since Avatar ended. Isn't Chowder? Is that one? That is Cartoon Network. That's Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. <laughs> I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up the list because I was looking at it the other day and I was like, "Holy um, fuck! I've never seen any of these shows on Nickelodeon after Avatar aired." So like post 2006 Nickelodeon. Oh no! I have never seen uh, any show after Avatar. I did not watch Fanboy and Chum Chum. I'm trying to think. I, you yeah. know, I want to say. Yeah, what's, is that the one with like the blue fish and the yellow fish? What? Or like the blue cat and the, are they cats? Cat Scratch? Is that? I don't know. That's the show right after Avatar. I've never seen it. Like Tack and the Power of Juju. No, Wait, Scratch. where's Back uh, at the Barnyard? <laughs> the Mighty Bee. Yeah, they started to get more into the. They kind of gave up. Like they just went more to like CGI and and live action shows. They pretty much just gave up. Like a lot of these are licensed shows. Like yeah, Tack and Barnyard and Penguins of Madagascar are adaptations. Like Jesus, this list is depressing. Um, I was gonna say, um, my life as a teenage robot, but I think that that was a... that uh, is right before Avatar. Oh. I forgot to mention, uh, 
I didn't even write down My Life as a Teenage Robot, All Grown Up, or Danny Phantom, because I don't think any of those shows are good. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about Danny Phantom. Oh, I hated it because everyone would call me that, and I just oh. I, I refused <laughs> to watch it. So, because... also, that that's about the cutoff when I kind of stopped watching cartoons, uh, like junior high. Gumball's got a blue cat and a... Oh, Gumball, yeah. Yeah, it's Cartoon Network. Because, like, Danny Phantom came out in 2014, which I was, like, 12 years old, so I was kind of getting out of the the cartoons at that point. Danny Phantom was 2014? 2004, I mean. 2004. I'm not 12 years old now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even watch Avatar at the time because I I was just out of that mode. I just wasn't watching cartoons anymore. I was... You know, trying to be cool, trying to get laid and shit. Yeah, stop watching cartoons. That didn't work out, so I probably should have just watched cartoons. Avatar was two (laughs) thousand five, and then uh, Persona three was two thousand six, and I didn't either watch or play either of those until you know many a moon later. But I feel like if in two thousand five, two thousand six, when I was like thirteen, fourteen, if I'd gotten into Avatar and Persona three. I feel like your life would be better. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think that's really what it was. Yeah. Um, I I haven't said a lot about Avatar because I am currently watching it. So it's hard for me to like really say anything declarative about it. But But having seen all of it myself, like, you know, it's like you don't have to say anything like we know. Like it's there's no there's no like, you know. It's no chalk zone. <laughs> I would say yeah. it's probably the strongest show on this list narratively on a more like a- on the action side. Like, Hey Arnold is, is the best like slice of life narrative. Avatar is probably the best like action-y narrative. Well, like I said, they didn't, you know, other than Avatar, Nickelodeon didn't really have a Samurai Jack type show. No. And that was the kind of shit I craved when I was... I. Uh, I was too, I was, I'll admit, I was too dumb to appreciate Samurai Jack. Not even dumb. I I would just say, like, I'm not a visual person. It's something that I've, like, developed over the years as I've gotten into film. But especially when I was a kid, I really only cared about dialogue and, like, jokes. Uh, And Samurai Hmm. Jack would have entire episodes without dialogue. And my just fucking dumbass kid brain just could not really process that like i didn't dislike it i just kind of understood okay i just this just isn't for me i just don't understand this yeah uh, i appreciate it now for sure it was a cool badass samurai thing like yeah like samurais are just badass man like you don't have to get anything else i was just like i just i was like there's the dogs and the dogs are excavating and then they get the robot bugs and he's got to help the dogs he trains the dogs to like fight and defend themselves dude that's that's some top tier shit i can't argue with that it's just i think in words like especially when i was a kid if if stuff didn't have the good words i just wasn't i wasn't in jack was a man of few words i know exactly where i are uh how do you guys feel about Teen Titans? Because I am a big Teen Titans fan. Well, I love Teen yeah. Titans. No, yeah. my my dad was super into it, but I just I was I did not like it at all. I, it seemed huh. like I don't know. It, it seemed like it was to me in my again very badass teenage mind. Um, Too lame. It seemed like it was like baby's first wannabe anime or something. And I don't know. I yeah, I can see that. Seriously. Like I was watching. I I think I was watching Cowboy Bebop at that time. Yeah, me too. Like, Right. And so it's yeah. like, and then you come back to like, 
I thought it was wannabe anime Teen Titans. I don't. I don't know. Didn't that's didn't how, hold up. That's funny. That's how I fed, felt about um, uh, Avatar. Was that it was huh. more of a like Western anime. Teen Titans I thought it was going to be that, but then it then it proved me wrong. Well, what's I think the genius of Avatar is that it it tricks you into thinking it's a baby show, like especially in the beginning, and then it takes this turn. And it's more impactful that way than if it just started dark. You know what I mean? Like the fact that it takes that turn just makes it so much more impactful. And, uh, and I feel like if you're going to, you know, have a show on Nickelodeon, you can't just episode one be like, hey, everybody. Genocide. <laughs> yeah. Um, you really got to ease into ease into that a little bit. But by yeah. the time they're a season or two in, it's like they're they're established enough where they can just go down those roads and it's like, well, Nickelodeon's not going to cancel them. Yeah. That show took a lot of risks. Yeah. It, it really like, it would not have been able to take the risks it took if it wasn't so popular. Or it could have, if it was on Cartoon Network. Oh, come on. There was, there was nothing like that on Cartoon Network. Like that level of like real hard hitting, like real life issues, like genocide, like Courage the Cowardly Dog is a dark show, but they didn't have fucking genocide and shit on there. You know what I mean? Like stuff that that is completely relevant, because like the Fire Nation are basically Nazis. They're, uh, I think, supposed to be like Imperial Japan, right? I thought they were supposed to be more like Imperial China, but I guess. No, I think Earth Kingdom is China. Well, Earth Kingdom is Coral like China uh, always getting invaded by Japan. I always thought of Earth Kingdom as like Southeast Asia. They're just more general, like they yeah. get dunked on by China, and then like the Airbenders are clearly like Tibet. So if the airbenders are Tibet, I feel like it makes more sense that Fire Nation is China. You but know what Japan's I mean? done a lot of invading. Yeah. I mean, China so. and Japan kind of went back and forth being like the biggest evil in the world. And then the the Water Kingdom are like supposed to be Inuits. Like that's kind of the only thing they could be. Yeah. It's interesting that this, this, this world they created only had like four people. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's, what, if I'm Native American, what am I? Well, your water tribe, but like, what if I don't have anything to do with water? I I think they in the middle of of, of the American landmass. It's like they took really serious real world issues and they simplified them, like for kids. Oh, almost. You know, because I mean, it's not like it's not like Game of Thrones where there's like two hundred named characters and all these different. I mean, even Game of Thrones itself dumbed itself down towards the end. It's just not. It's just difficult to manage if you had like twenty different you know, tribes and races and stuff, it would get pretty difficult to manage in a 60-whatever episode runtime. And also because it's like the four main elements, you know, it just makes more sense to simplify it. Basically, uh, Avatar just wins. Yeah, Avatar's pretty good. Avatar's good. And therefore, Nick wins. No. Nick, Nick wins. Well, we're, I, no. want, I wanted to talk about Teen Titans. We got. Okay. We, got yeah, we can't not talk about Teen Titans. So I really like Teen Titans. Teen, and Teen Titans came out it came out in 2004 or 2005. Uh, and it was a very horny show. And I oh, feel yeah. like, you know, I was down for that because I was in that space too, you know. I mean, look at all the goth girls. Oh my God, memes. dude. And like, if you, you can trace it back to to Raven and Jinx and Blackfire. Dude, I was like all, all about Raven. Up. It's all there. And uh what's her name? Star Starfire? Star Yeah. Starfire, yeah. 
Yeah, that show, it's just like, I feel like okay, it, ref- okay. it, it reflected like preteen. Like it was a show about preteens. Yeah. And I was a preteen. Yeah, it's in the name, you know. Uh, or it's, you know, a young teenager. It's just like, it came out at the right time for me. Uh, and I, I'm not even, a, I'm not a superhero person at all. I'm especially not a DC person. It's to this day, I think the only DC thing I like, uh, other than like the Nolan Batman movies and the uh, Tim Burton ones. Uh, so I feel like it just, I just like it as a show. I don't really care that it's about like DC heroes. That's just a good ass show. Yeah, it, it kind of transcended the need to be about superheroes. It kind of became its own thing. And fucking, uh, I could relate because uh, Beast is a vegetarian. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm a vegetarian. Same with Aang from Avatar. Got your vegetarian representation. Should we talk about how fucked up Cat Dog is? Yes. Yeah. What could be more wholesome than Cat? Just as a concept, <laughs> that's like a low cat key dog, gross show. Like cat, cat dog has a lot of bo- yeah. body horror. It was that's what like, I was saying about Nick having a lot of body horror. Yeah, it was like a little more tasteful than Ren and Stimpy. A little more focused. That show would like oh, low key like gross you out. It was leaps and bounds more tasteful and low key than Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, Stimpy yeah. In your fucking face with that stuff. It's meant to like every frame is just this like special kind of ugly, and at least Cat Dog <laughs> uh, tried to like y- you can you can pick frames out and be like, yeah, that's it, had, it had pleasant colors. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, it was a regular cartoon. Ren and Stimpy is like so stylized. I didn't I didn't watch like Cat Dog was another one of those shows where like if it was on, I'd watch it, but like if there was something better on, I'd rather. Like almost everything else, I'd rather watch. I dug Cat Dog, and then there was that special premiere of the Cat Dog movie. Do the movie where they find their parents, and then people were the next day. They're like, "Did you see it?" And everybody saw it, but I didn't. And oh not. no! To, to this day, <laughs> I've never seen the Cat Dog movie. And it kind of haunts <laughs> me. Well, now you have something to do. You can watch the Cat Dog movie. I'm surprised no one's brought up Angry Beavers because I feel like that's. I was waiting. A good ass show. It's all right. It's yeah. No, it's 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 not just all right. I think it's like it's up there for Nick probably for me the on this list top five somewhere in there. Yeah, it might be my like fifth or sixth. Yeah. Uh, where like Cat Cat Dog is like firmly in the middle to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Cat Dog a lot. I'd probably put Cat oh, Dog really? top five for me uh, from Nick. Yeah, the only the only Nick shows. I can put above Angry Beavers. It's definitely Hey Arnold, SpongeBob, Invader Zim, uh, and Rocco's Modern Life. I feel like those are what all firmly better. Angry Beavers. I feel like Angry Beavers was a little earlier. No, that's like middle middle era. Ninety seven. Yeah. Well, ninety seven. I'm still five. You that's know? pretty early, I guess. It was uh, the eighth show, the eighth Nicktoon. Eight out of. Uh, the eighteen or whatever we're talking about. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of these shows, you know, they they would they would still air these shows like over the years. You know, like we all kind of saw. Cause, yeah, Doug Doug aired from nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety four. I definitely did not watch Doug in in its first airing, but like they kept airing it for like years and years and years. What the fuck is Oh Yeah Cartoons? I didn't even write that down. Oh Yeah Cartoons. What the fuck is that? Um. Presented by Keenan Thompson? I've never seen Oh, it's come full circle. What the fuck? Whatever happened to Kel? 
Oh, maybe Oh Yeah Cartoons was the thing that I was thinking of where it like spun off a bunch of shows. Yeah. One, one of these variety, it was it was a variety show. I remember Oh, one. yeah, 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 yeah. This was a variety show, and I know that one of these shows, just like uh, one of these variety shows generated like two or three other big name cartoons. It says here, Oh Yeah Cartoons uh, led to Fairly Odd Parents, Chalk Zone, and My Life as a Teenage Robot. So those oh. came from Oh Yeah Cartoons. Oh, I do remember now. Yeah, I remember seeing them as shorts. I just forgot the name of the show. Yeah. Okay. That was a good show. It was a good show. <laughs> Is anyone convinced yet of the other side? <laughs> no. What? no. <laughs> Fuck no. What happened to Kel? I don't know, man. Didn't he start doing theater or something like that? I think he died. He didn't die. <laughs> Kel is not. Right. Kel did not. He's fine. Shout out, shout out to Kel. Kel Mitchell. Where you are. Kel Mitchell. Where? What's up with him? Don't tell me. It's going to be something terrible. Damn, he looks good. My childhood's going to die a little bit more. 2020, Mitchell yeah. would be one of the panelists for MTV's Ridiculousness spinoff, Deliciousness. Oh, hell yeah. I'd be on that show. He's looking good, you know? He's been in a bunch of random shit. He came back for the All That reboot a little bit. There was a reboot? Yeah, there's a reboot. Oh, no. All That was very much, like, the kind of show my friends and I would, like, recreate the sketches, like, at school, <laughs> you know? We were really into, like, All That and, like, um, what's it called? What's the improv show with uh, Wayne Brady? Fucking, uh... Who's the line? Who's the line? <laughs> Dude, now uh, that was a show. Kel Mitchell is like he has a bunch of credits for like direct to video asylum films. Oh really? Yeah, he was on he dope. Battle of Los Angeles. Oh no. Oh dope. We gotta see this now. We gotta support our boy Kel. Do you remember how there was an asylum movie ripping off Pacific Rim and it was called Atlantic Rim, but there is no Atlantic Rim? <laughs> I always thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, Pacific Rim was a good ass movie. Dude, remember when we saw Pacific Rim in the theater and we were so fucking we hyped? We like stayed up all night after. And it was one hundred percent like it did not disappoint. Yeah, I'm telling you, Pacific Rim is one of the five movies that humanity like we made them, so we don't need to make any more movies. You know, <laughs> got to be like Mad Max, Fury Road, Pacific Rim, <laughs> and there's three other ones also. Lord of the Rings, we'll count all of them as one one entry. It's like we made them already. We don't have to make anymore. These are all recent movies. What about The Godfather? Well, you know, you can see elements of The Godfather in Lord of the Rings, you know. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is the new The Godfather, quote Daniel Heiser. <laughs> what else is there to talk about here? Godfather, you got to quote me correctly. Um, uh, I mean, we, there's, we didn't really talk about Johnny Bravo. Oh, we yeah. should like, just say a thing about each show at least. Okay, so I'll just go in order on here. Uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Dope. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk good about show. Powerpuff Girls enough either. Um, Dexter's Lab. That's just a good show about growing up, you know? It's a good show about, like, being a competent person in an incompetent world, you know? Yeah, I, I really liked the episodes about, like, his parents and, like, the, the chimp. The, like, chimp character and all those other, like, side character episodes. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I feel like it could wear on my nerves sometimes because he's got a really annoying voice and, you know... His sister is intentionally an annoying character, but like, you know, that makes her annoying. Um, it's not a subtle show at all. It's very like in yeah, your face. No. 
Yeah, it's kind of grating in a way, but in a in a very lovable way. Johnny Bravo is just never really too into. Yeah, I, it's sort of like when when you think about them pitching the show, I just as an executive, I'd be like, why is this a kids show? Like, why would kids be interested in this? <laughs> it's just such a bizarre. He's like, yeah, and he's like a grown man. He's trying to fuck lots of women. Honestly, and it's like I think Johnny what? Bravo did a lot to like show me like hey don't be obnoxious it's like a a reverse role model kind of thing yeah because i I do like it was on enough where you'd watch it even if you you know wasn't your favorite and then he'd be he'd just be really in someone's face and uh you know it wouldn't go over too well because that's not how you treat a woman and that's why i'm a beta cuck no, Johnny Bravo is definitely the most boomer show on this list. <laughs> yeah. Well, Johnny Bravo well, a... has this has this feeling of cartoons like from the previous. It, yeah, era. it's it kind of goes that aesthetic. It's an homage. Yeah. It's an homage yeah. to Hanna Barbera cartoons. Which again, like, how the fuck do you, how did this show get on air? Like, how do you pitch this? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's for people who are nostalgic about those fifties cartoons. It's like, it's, but it's yeah, for kids. It's, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I it's was for kids. I was really interested in like Hanna Barbera show. When I was a kid. Like, okay, fair. Enough. I wanted I wanted Boomerang so fucking bad, and I, I never had it. I never liked those shows. I just I, I always thought of that I as fucking grandpa shows. shit. You know. I love that shit. Fucking Flintstones, just a rip off of uh, the Honeymooners. The animation's so shitty. I'm I'm not a I'm not a Hanna Barbera kind of guy. But fair enough. <laughs> That's your thing. <laughs> well, you know who worked on Johnny Bravo? Huh. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got one of the greatest shows of all time, Family Guy. <laughs> Direct descendant of Johnny Bravo. Yeah. One of the greatest two or three seasons of all time. Puzzle pieces are fitting together. I feel like we got to talk about Powerpuff Girls. Hell yeah. Uh, Powerpuff Great. Girls is one of those shows where like, a ton of the people who made these other shows like worked on Powerpuff Girls. Like oh. it has like this tree, like the Powerpuff Girls creative tree. Yeah, Craig McCracken, I think that was his first show. He also made Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh he's also married to the woman who created the uh My Little Pony reboot. Uh and she Lauren also Fowl. worked on yeah, Lauren Faust, she worked on a lot of these shows too. Uh they <laughs> modeled the main girl in Foster's after her. Quite the creative team. Where was My Little Pony? What channel was that? The the reboot? Is that a Nick show? Uh, like Disney or something? Wasn't no. it on one of those like... It's like, yeah, one of those secondary cartoon... You know, channel like 200 channels. something kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, what was it on? It was on... If it wasn't on, like, if it wasn't on Nick, how did so many... Like... It was on Discovery Family. How many... What how the did fuck? so many old men get into that show? I don't know. They had cable, you know. It's only it's you know it's a decent show. That's a whole thing. That's a whole. Uh, I almost said bag of worms. What's the <laughs> what's the saying? Can of can worms. Of worms. <laughs> That's a whole can of worms. You know, a whole bag of worms. Dude, it looks like the cat Bro, got out of the bag of worms. Like if you admitted you liked that show at the time, people just immediately thought you were like going to shoot up a school. You know, or you're like an incel. Yeah, and you most probably did. Yeah, is it okay to like uh, My Little Pony now? It's not a bad show. <laughs> The first we, two seasons, like Lauren Faust is a really good writer. It's so. I think it's okay to like the show. It's still, it will never be okay to call yourself a brony. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's a, it was a well. I think she left the show after the second season, and it became its own beast after that. But you know, it's from the 
the Powerpuff Girls family tree of creatives. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls might be the most like influential show on this list. I saw the movie too. I feel like there was a let's see what what kind of movies were there. There was a Powerpuff Girl movie, right? Uh, I believe so. Maybe what was there? Let's see. Like there was a oh there was a Rugrats movie. Okay, there were two Rugrats oh, movies. Yeah. Because, like, what actually w- was successful enough to, like, make a movie or, or something of the sort, that's how you know you got a successful show. Well, yeah, Rugrats I, was big I, enough that, like, the Rugrats movie was in the theaters. Like, that was yeah, a big deal. I think, I think Doug got a theatrical. Yeah. Uh, I think Doug had a theatrical film. I think Hey Arnold did as well. I think, I think in terms of money generated, the most profitable show on this list, period. Oh, Spongebob. It's Spongebob. Spongebob is like an industry. Movies. Yeah. They, they had a movie come out recently too, right? Yeah, a third movie. Yeah. Spongebob is by far the most popular show uh, on either of these networks, for sure. Oh, I, want, I wanted to bring up like how much of a fucking all-star Tom Kenny is. Like Tom Kenny did voices for like half of these shows. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking Spongebob, obviously. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, Catdog. It's funny because like... He got the job for Rocco's Modern Life. I think that was his first voice acting job. He was still on Mr. Show at the time, uh, which is just so crazy. I fucking love Mr. Show. That's like a whole other thing. If we ever do a sketch episode. But yeah, Powerpuff Girls. What is there to say about Powerpuff Girls? That's a good-ass I mean, show. It was just, it was I just mean, a good-ass show, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a, a bunch of Cartoon Network shows that are just like, they're classic, like, cartoon. Like, there's a yeah. couple, couple shows in here. That try to do more, be their own narratives, have something special and unique, and like Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, shows like that. Like they don't do anything too crazy, and they all kind of like fill that. Um, they like check all of the boxes, so they're none of them are particularly bad, but they don't like necessarily stand out in a list full of this many heavy hitters. When I played SimCity, I would always name my town Townsville. <laughs> oh, we haven't even gotten to Ed, Ed and Eddie. That's like your favorite. Yeah, yeah. I love Ed, uh, Ed and Eddie. Dude, uh, that show is so relatable, I feel. Yeah. yeah. All those weird ass stories they have. Ed, Ed and Eddie, that was just me, Derek, and Nick. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what I felt like. It's, it's a hangout show, like for kids. Oh, yeah. It's just like you just hang out in this neighborhood with these wacky kids. I liked Rolf so much. Dude, Rolf rules. You just gotta, you just gotta show more people Ed, Ed, and Eddie, you know, when they're kids, and then they won't grow up to be white nationalists. <laughs> Holy shit, we're getting long here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Courage we talked about Samurai. Two hours. Talked about. I I wanted to mention like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends was probably like the last cartoon I really watched. Yeah, that's kind of. I didn't late. even really watch it that much. I only like caught it on occasion. I liked it. It's a good show. Yeah, I really like liked it. Hi, hi, Puffy, Ami, Yumi. That's a good show. I like Cheese a lot. I like Wilt. Yeah, Cheese. Yeah, I thought Cheese was the funniest shit. The episode where they're at the mall is like one of my favorite cartoon episodes. To this day, I still quote the "It's hot in Topeka" thing. <laughs> What's the one where at, they're at the camp? I never watched it. Camp Laszlo. Is it? I think so. Yeah, that we're talking What's about. What's the camp one that's like in the same universe as Rick and Morty? Oh, that's um, that uh, what is that show called? I forgot about Camp Laszlo, but now you've. Oh, Mike Lewin, Og on the Island. Who remembers that? I remember it. I don't. 
exactly. I don't yeah. remember much about it. <laughs> That's, you remember that it exists. Yeah, I remember it. I remember watching it, and I just remember, remember there was a you know there's a pirate with no arms. He's got a peg arm, and a pirate with no leg. He's got a peg leg, and there's like a pirate that is like peg arms and peg legs and two eye patches. I guess we can pretty much wrap this up at this point. We've talked about pretty much all the shows. No one. Then we got no, We didn't really. Hold on. I think. I think we got to touch on Rugrats a bit more. Okay. That's, that's how I feel. Okay. Um, just it was a good ass show as a kid. That was an early one. So it's like you're young, they're young. Yeah. And for some reason, though, you think like as a, you know, how old I, I would have been exactly, but as like a, a four or five or six year old kid or whatever. I wouldn't want to watch a show about babies. I wouldn't really relate to it. But there is something about just the entire cast and the entire production. Like, the parents are so understandable and relatable, too. And, like, as a kid, you're not going to understand the motivations of the older characters. But, like, Dude, that's the, kind of the point of it, too. Uh, there's a really good video essay uh, called Rugrats, How Boomers Scarred a Generation. Yeah, on yeah I've seen that one, too. It's a real uh, good one. Shout out to that one. Yeah, like... Growing up with like boomer parents, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like a very relatable show. It's very like it's not really trying to be anything grandiose. I think that's sort of the charm of it. It's just trying to be like a chill, entertaining show, and you might learn something. I would say also throw that in the diverse category, similar to Hey Arnold, where um, they just had a lot of friends and like. It would have been a different show if if Tommy Pickles' parents were racists, you know. <laughs> well, uh, I think most I of these shows, that kid. most of these shows would be very different shows if the characters were racist. <laughs> but I mean, like it's it's a it's a show about kids growing up, and it's like yeah, it shows you that like you know it's good to have lots of friends and yeah. It, obviously, you wouldn't actually make a show on Nick about a kid with racist parents but like you think about rugrats and how great it is and like how how not great it would be if stew just like hated the lebanese you know <laughs> i i think we can all agree that these shows made us better people and that uh boomers who were worried about kids watching cartoons were like totally wrong that these shows like enriched our lives and taught us something yeah and uh you know we're all into you know the arts and film and stuff and a lot of these shows are probably the reason for that just seeing this kind of stuff at an early age just seeing what's possible uh well, can with I art. mention that i didn't really like code lyoko i didn't really <laughs> that's not I even was... on this list <laughs> yeah what the <laughs> that was out of nowhere <laughs> what the code Ly... yeah no one likes code lyoko it's a weird ass french show f- f- fucking fake ass anime but it was on Cartoon Network, wasn't it? No, was it? Oh. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was I think. It, it was? was on fucking uh what what was Maybe that block? What was that block called? Where it had Oh, it, it was. was shit. But it's they not produced by Cartoon Network. It wasn't on Toonami. Their it... foreheads are too big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was it I called Mizugi or something. I yeah, I didn't include that on the list cuz it didn't show up cuz it's it wasn't produced by Cartoon Network, but it did air on Cartoon Network. Reboot was badass, but that probably wasn't Code Lyoko. Wait, Daniel's pulling up his own list. Hold on, we're going off our list here. Code... Wait, where was Reboot? Reboot? Yeah, yeah, Reboot was... You know what I'm talking about, right? No. Yeah. Reboot! What are you... Reboot? I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, reboot. It's a CG Bob, show. a guardian from the supercomputer. That thing that Hollywood can't stop doing? Defend the digital I'm surprised city you don't know about computer viruses that seek to dominate the city and infect the entire thing. With the Canadian sci-fi show? Is that what you're talking no. about? What channel was it on, though? Which reboot? There's like three different reboots, apparently. Are you talking uh, about reboot the Guardian Code or reboot a Canadian CGI animated television series? Canadian World's first Canadian ever computer TV. animated TV series. Oh, yeah. What channel was that? I remember YTV. Well, that's in Canada, so it was syndicated on something. Oh, this is completely unrelated. But can we talk about how U.S. censors like robbed us of the gayness of Sailor Moon and how bullshit that is? <laughs> I never Did they? Won. They yeah know. they took out all the gayness they so there's two uh, female moons who are like in a relationship oh um, yeah and in the in the dub they like made it so that they're cousins and it ended up being like making the show kind of fucked up because they were like clearly into each other so it's like how is making them cousins better than them being gay like I what the fuck I somehow remember. Seeing through that bullshit and being like, nah, they definitely have it. Yeah, a lot of kids did, you know? But still, it's like, what the fuck, man? That was like, that would have been our representation, you know? They took it from us. Those bastards. Okay, <laughs> I mean, so... So so, was pretty cool. so, yeah. so which is better, Cartoon Network or Nick? Uh, I don't think anyone... Who wins? Me. Somebody's uh, got to win. I don't... <laughs> I think well, here's the thing. Won. I think we can all come together and agree on one thing. That we got a lot of fetishes. Well, shows. <laughs> I mean, that's not something I want to admit on a podcast. What I meant to say was the winner is very clearly not Disney. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they only had like two cartoons. House of Mouse. They rested they on their laurels. You know, they had all the, the legacy stuff, you know. But in terms of like original cartoons in this era, they didn't have jack shit. Proud Family and Kim Possible. Yeah, oh, they're. I think both of these. It's it's just too hard to pick between these two. My my decision <laughs> to pick Nick is mostly arbitrary. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I love both. I just I love Nick more. It's just interesting that like as a kid, I uh, honestly never thought about this. I was just like, oh, cartoons. They're on channel forty three, and they're on channel forty five. It's just the cartoons. Yeah, um, but now, now going back, thinking about it, about like these are original properties by a network that is looking to grow, and um, so it's it's an interesting perspective to take on all these shows. We're not going to agree on a winner, though. I mean, that's not going to happen. I guess not. I mean, the real winners are everyone who got to watch these. Yeah, growing up, like we had the good <laughs> shit. Block of programming right here. Like you compare this to like eighties cartoons, like these shows fucking dunk on those shows. Those shows were all just advertisements oh, yeah. for toys. Uh-huh. These shows dunk on eighties cartoons, and they dunk on the cartoons that came after them too. I know we're yeah. biased because we grew up with these, yeah. but they they definitely today's today's shows they still have some bang. Steven Universe, Adventure Time. There's there, there's a handful of shows, but not like twenty yeah, yeah. shows like this. You know, like I you know I like regular show. I like Adventure Time. Uh, Steven Universe is fine. I don't really go out of my way to watch them though. Yeah, um, but yeah, these this you could very reliably at any point during the day turn on the TV and then something just really really quality would be. And I know that that's not really a problem that kids need to deal with today, you know, like not not having whatever you want on demand. 
Yeah. But um uh yeah, this is this there's a reason why it's referred to as like the golden age of animation. Uh we're gonna get in trouble with some boomers for saying that. I mean fuck boomers. They're gonna be like, uh <laughs> Looney Tunes. Yeah, Back in my day, we had four frames of animation. The golden age of American animation is considered 1928 to 1960. Fuck yeah. all that. Okay, These are better. Yeah. These shows are better. These shows yeah. dunk on Betty Boop and fucking Elmer Fudd and shit. All right. None of these shows are racist. Okay. A lot of those old cartoons are racist as fuck. A lot of these shows will make That's you not racist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite. None of these shows have been canceled, you know. In the 20, 30 years since they've aired. Well, I'm about to cancel Doug. <laughs> Why? <laughs> For being fucking lame? Oh my god, I'm gonna have to I cut have, that out. I have the receipts. Yeah, that was a lot of like the 90s and early 2000s stuff. You know, everything was like obviously extra diverse. Which is fine, uh, you know, it's like, I don't have a problem with that. Um, uh, it's not like any of these shows suffered for it. None of these shows did. No, definitely no. not. Yeah. Jimmy Neutron did not age well at all. Well, it's that no, early it CGI. Like it looks so like a PS2 game. I think I saw the movie with my grandma. The movie yeah. actually aired before the show. Yeah. yeah. Which I was like, check out this movie. I'm like, oh, they're <laughs> oh making a show about the movie. Nick versus <laughs> Cartoon Network. No one wins. No, uh, everyone. <laughs> everyone no. wins. It's the rare. Everyone. It's a win-win. Uh, no, fuck Nickelodeon. No, fuck, fuck you, Bob. <laughs> no, that shit sucks. Cartoon Network is way better. It's a win-win. Right. Yeah, no. hey, turn, tune in next week, guys. Thank There's you. There's no for winner. Listening. Thanks for listening. Fun, the thirty-year-old Boomer Cast. This is we both won. <laughs> no. Good night. Boomers.